On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I am going to be talking all about how things go viral. We're going to be talking a little bit about TikTok, but in general, I want to walk you guys through the six steps of how something goes viral. And I think it will actually change the way that you do marketing in 2022. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5 a.m. to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform, built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am super, super excited. I'm on my own here, and I'm going to be talking about the six ways that things go viral. Now, I did not make up these six ways that things go viral. This is from an incredible book that I've read multiple times called Contagious by Jonah Berger. And I really want to walk you guys through this to start to get your mind turning on why these things, why certain things actually go viral and how they all have at least one of these elements in them. So I'm going to go through it. And then I'm going to talk about how we actually have started to implement this at our companies and how it is an incredible, incredible, I know I say this word all the time, game changer, absolute game changer when it comes to managing your marketing team. And I think most of you guys who are listening to this probably have marketing teams, or you have at least people who are executing for you on this virtual assistants, whatever it is. So you can make sure that uh, every video that you put out there at least has the ability to go viral. Let's get into this. All right. So first of all, he calls it his steps to success. <laughs> I hate those kind of cheesy acronyms, but they're great. So we're going to talk about all of the different sort of things that encompass a viral video, an idea that goes viral, a viral paper, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Again, 
again, highly recommend that you guys either get the audiobook or the uh, paperback version of Contagious by Jonah Berger. We'll make sure to put a link in the show notes for that. So number one, social currency. So, so social currency is huge. So your, let's call it your TikTok video in particular. Social currency pertains to the trends that are happening in the reader or listener's environment. It's less about the trend itself. However, it's more about the idea that a person's social status is dependent on the information that they have. So sharing smart information makes you look smart, right? Everybody wants to be, or at least the majority of people want to be that in the know friend who always has awesome recommendations. I mean, how good do you feel when you send somebody to a friggin' awesome restaurant? I know I feel great when they let me know like, hey, try that restaurant out that you said. You're right. It was incredible. I absolutely loved that restaurant. So, you know, the most valuable content is that which has some social currency attached to it. You can use uh, social currency to create quality and innovative content that excites your viewers, your readers, and you can even become a trendsetter by having that information that other people want. I think in the marketing world, actually, now that I think about it, I use social currency all the time trying to really dig up these new trends that are actually working that other people then want to share and say like, oh yeah, Jordan West told me this. So you guys go ahead and you can, uh, you know, talk to your friends about that. Awesome. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now back to today's episode. And uh, number two is triggers. Triggers are really interesting. And I've been trying to use triggers more often. It's hard to do it in a, a really succinct sort of way. But let me explain that to you. So a trigger is a word, a phrase or an image that's associated with a message. So ultimately, it's anything that reminds your audience of your product or brand that is a trigger. So having great, consistent branding will create positive triggers that are easy to remember for your watchers, your readers, your listeners, all that sort of stuff. This is why it's really important to choose the right partnerships when you're creating sponsored content, right? So make sure that your content creators that you work with have positive triggers that align with your values. So, you know, for us at Kindred, you know, us, uh, let's say teaming up with, I don't know, Kim Kardashian probably wouldn't make a lot of sense. I don't even know if, oh guys, I'm so out of the social loop, but I don't think think that that would be a great one because she triggers different things for people. Whereas, you know, one of the influencers that we love to work with on TikTok, her name's Bella Foodie. She has a lot of great family triggers, right? So I like to also call this the halo effect when you're working with other influencers, you get some of their social clout, right? They trigger something, you know, to do with whatever their core purpose is gets triggered for you and your brand using words like the Netflix of, right? So for marketing, Digital Marketer did this for a long time. Digital Marketer, we're the Netflix for marketing. Awesome. Immediately, you take all of the wonderful things that you love about Netflix and put it onto Digital Marketer because they're saying, well, we're the Netflix of this, right? Uber is a great example. People often will say, we're the Uber of haircuts. We're the Uber of getting stuff done around your house, right? Uber really owns that type of business, right? That connects people uh, because they were one of the first, right? They own that sort of connecting between service provider and person who needs service. All right, guys, the third one is emotion. This third element in the viral formula is not surprisingly the emotion, the emotion of emotion. <laughs> um, people share things that they care about, right? Think of babies and kitties and all of these things. I don't know why I said 
kittens like kitties. Uh, emotions of awe and excitement um, drive people to uh, share content. I would really probably try to avoid sad or negative things, right? Words like cost, damage, all of that, they kind of prompt these negative emotions. And people don't share negative things quite as much unless it then gives them some social clout if they're sharing negative things about the people that they don't like. That's a little bit different. So really knowing your audience helps with knowing what kind of triggers your audience have. So again, for kindred, let's say, for example, um, you know, some emotions that we definitely want to bring up are that sort of that love feeling of, you know, holding your, your new baby or maybe your two-year-old jumps in your arms. Those kind of happy, emotional, welling sort of feelings that moms and dads can all really understand. Uh, the fourth one is public. So in the book, he uses, uh, Jonah Berger uses this phrase, built to show, built to grow, right? So making sure what you're doing is actually built to show. So there has to be a public element, right? So this mantra is really, really important when you're creating content, right? Is this content that people actually would want to share and want to show? So public events and news generally fare better than just promotional content, right? The public element can be applied to more informational pieces too, right? So ask yourself, is there anything that would stop your listener, reader, customer from sharing what you have to say here? What would make them want to not share it, right? So sensitive topics, poll polarizing opinion pieces, uh, content, and unrelated information can usually turn your readers off from sharing, right? Or sorry, your watchers, your viewers, your customers, all of that. So just remember to create content that your audience actually wants to proudly share, right? And this one kind of encapsulates a lot, a lot of the other ones. Practical value. This is a huge one. And this is why we have so many listeners. <laughs> Not so many, but we've got a decent amount of listeners. And it's practical value, people. So apart from being in the know, people also want to be helpful with the information that they share, right? How many times has somebody shared like a video of, oh, here's an easy hack to, I don't know, cut your bushes. There's one example. <laughs> so consider your audience interests and pain points, right? What questions do they have? What information might they be looking for? For example, if you know that your target audience is made up of recent graduates who are looking to buy a vehicle, offer some tips on car maintenance, right? Or answer frequently asked questions about purchasing a new car. That's a great example for those people, right? But like practical value, you know, some of the best videos that we've had, again, I'll use the Kindred example, are showing people how to get stains out of clothes. People love that stuff, right? Oh, did you know this? trick to get stains out. Super ridiculously easy and people love it. And that's how you were able to go viral because practical value really matters. And then also it's going to give them the social clout by sharing this practical value. Now, the sixth and probably um, hardest to accomplish in a short amount of time is stories. Great storytelling is the key to great content marketing. Information is absorbed best when it's incorporated into a story. I mean, even think like biblically, right? Parables were huge and that's how people understood the world. And so telling stories can really change how we think and feel about subjects. I mean, Hollywood has known this forever. Think of Disney. Do you know that the majority of Disney's revenue is not from their movies? It's from all of the related products that they sell around them because they understand that story is the most important part and that people will buy into a story. It changes how we think. It changes how we feel, right? So coming up with great branded content ideas that tell a story, it's the best way to deliver a message. So give your reader some fuel for their lunchroom conversation, you know, with these incredible stories that you tell around your brand. And TikTok, in my opinion, is the best way to do that today. 
it's actually incredible. What a blessing for brands that they are able to have TikTok, the, the most incredible medium for communicating your brand's story to people. Now, just remember, use all of the other elements and then tell a story using those elements. Uh, that's what I want to leave you with today, guys. If you know of somebody, another uh, business owner who needs to hear this particular episode, please feel free to share it with them. Loving seeing how our following continues to grow. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much that I'm not just here talking to myself. Really appreciate that. And uh, if you guys could leave us a review on Spotify, that would be massive. Looking for a few more reviews on Spotify. Please feel free to give your honest opinion. But if you are listening to this, I'm assuming it's going to be a good opinion. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. Have a great week. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.